Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through this super mineral so quickly. Now this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my essentially whole magnesium restore supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code podcast and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. It's no surprise that over 85% of women in the U.S. will experience disruptive hot flashes and night sweats. And if I'm being honest, pretty much every woman will end up getting them at some point in time. Hot flashes are a silent struggle, and many of us try to hide the fact that we have them or even just laugh them away. But the reality is they're embarrassing, disruptive, and downright frustrating. When you start having hot flashes or night sweats in your 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s, Keep in mind, they aren't just a nuisance. Rather, these symptoms are an indicator that your blood vessel lining, the endothelium, may become damaged if your symptoms of perimenopause or menopause are left untreated. Our culture and even previous generations of women tell us that hot flashes are a normal part of the transition into menopause. But what if that wasn't true? What if there was a better way? What if you didn't have to resign yourself to hot flashes and night sweats, which are literally just hot flashes that happen at night? Well, I'm here to say that it's possible. And now there's a growing body of research. In fact, it's breaking research that shows a direct connection between blood sugar and hot flashes. So having low estrogen levels may no longer be the only cause. Or maybe we are finally figuring out that it's the decline in estrogen as we head into menopause that's driving more insulin resistance and in turn causing more glucose in the bloodstream because our cells have become numb to insulin signal. I don't think it's a coincidence that at a time when women start to see an uptick in insulin resistance, that hot flashes and night sweats come on the scene. Now, this recent discovery is really a good thing, and it's potentially pointing to a bigger problem down the line, particularly when it comes to our vascular and cardiovascular health. Now, if you ever wondered why after a couple glasses of wine or late night chocolate bars had you waking up drenched in the middle of the night, now you know why. So what is the relationship between blood sugar and hot flashes? And does elevated blood sugar cause hot flashes? Although research doesn't know exactly the role glucose plays in triggering a hot flash, there is pretty strong evidence from large studies that metabolic conditions like metabolic dysfunction, insulin resistance, prediabetes, and diabetes seem to make them worse, suggesting that blood sugar and hot flashes are definitely related. While other research suggests that these symptoms are the result of too little glucose in the brain because of changes in glucose transporting during menopause, again, often due to insulin resistance, this does not likely mean that more glucose is better during menopause, meaning that we don't need more of it heading into menopause and beyond. Rather, it's more likely that the changes that lead to a glucose shortage combined with the effects of insulin resistance 
makes the brain less able to use glucose effectively. And when we see this over time, this is often one of the root causes of dementia and Alzheimer, which I want to point out, women lead on those numbers. Two-thirds of Alzheimer's patients and dementia patients are women. So the answer? Well, it's maintaining stable glucose levels consistently over time through a healthy, nutrient-dense diet, natural supplements like my glucose support that has a robust amount of berberine, and lifestyle recommendations, right, are going to be your best bet for managing menopause symptoms. And if you're looking for a beautiful guide, a resource that you can turn to, my latest book, The EO Menopause Solution, is really a great place to start. Now, in terms of the connection between metabolic health and menopause, we already know for a fact that as many as 88% of women already have some form of metabolic dysfunction past the age of 45, whether it's unstable blood sugar, high triglycerides, a waistline of 35 inches or more, high blood pressure, prediabetes, or worse. So here's how sugar links up to hot flashes in the research. A study of about 150,000 postmenopausal women followed over 20 years linked hot flashes and night sweats with an 18% increased likelihood of diabetes. This correlation was higher in patients with more frequent and more severe symptoms. Another study of more than 3,000 overweight women followed for eight years linked hot flash symptoms to higher insulin resistance and fasting blood glucose levels. In a study of 17,000 postmenopausal women, research saw that eating a diet low in fat and high in vegetables, fruits, and whole grains can decrease hot flash frequency. In some cases, they saw that weight loss of 10 pounds can potentially eliminate vascular motor symptoms, aka hot flashes. Weight loss and healthier diets improve insulin sensitivity, which promotes better glucose control. What we see as doctors is that this cycle or blood sugar roller coaster ends up leading to metabolic dysfunction, diabetes, and ultimately more severe menopausal symptoms, including hot flashes. But why is this happening? Research has not fully yet explained the link between increased menopausal symptoms and metabolic dysfunction like insulin resistance. The two conditions share some risk factors such as elevated BMI, but those factors alone don't seem to explain the connection. Hot flashes set off the autonomic nervous system, which regulates our basic bodily functions like temperature. During a hot flash, heart rate and blood flow to the skin increase, temperature spikes and then plummets as the body starts giving off heat. This autonomic nervous system also plays a role in glucose regulation. So one theory is that the autonomic nervous system changes present in hot flashes are also associated with increased glucose and decreased insulin production. Another hypothesis is that night sweats disrupt sleep and getting poor sleep or not enough sleep can throw our body's ability to process glucose effectively. And I actually did a whole episode on sleep and blood glucose control, and I will link to that inside of the show notes. One observation that may bolster this theory is that women whose symptoms lasted longer, meaning they had longer periods of disrupted sleep, had greater risk of diabetes. So you can begin to see how all of these things begin to impact each other, starting with unstable blood sugar, leading to metabolic issues, weight gain, and poor sleep, and hormonal symptoms we experience in menopause. And if one of the main potential root causes of hot flashes is in fact blood sugar, it's, it tends to be one of the common denominators in all of this research. We have a pretty good idea of how to tackle it. To get a better understanding of why blood sugar issues can cause hot flashes, let's take a look at how the brain is involved. 
For one, glucose levels in our body can be impacted by everything from daily sleep, exercise, diet, and stress levels, as well as overall insulin sensitivity. Some studies have seen people experience fewer hot flashes after eating and more hot flashes when blood glucose levels fall between meals. That's likely because changing estrogen levels cause a drop in the amount of glucose transporting protein made in the blood-brain barrier. These changes would decrease the rate at which glucose is transported into the brain, causing dips in its energy resources. And this lack of energy activates the autonomic nervous system and triggers a hot flash, releasing glucose and providing the brain much-needed fuel. Another way to think of it is that progesterone declines and estrogen soars in perimenopause, and then estrogen completely falls in menopause, and your brain doesn't use glucose as effectively and efficiently as it once did due to the fact that you are dealing with a higher level of insulin resistance. Um, Hence, hot flashes ensues. Now, you're probably wondering, if insulin resistance and diabetes makes hot flashes worse, then why are you saying that low blood sugar is actually the issue? Here's why both high and low blood sugar are a problem. Women who experience hot flashes tend to be more likely to develop insulin resistance, yet those same people tend to have higher glucose levels. But at the same time, insulin resistance in the brain makes it harder for the brain cells to transport glucose into the brain cells to produce energy. It's this crazy catch-22, basically because there's an inefficiency of signaling with insulin, the brain cells and your neurons cannot uptake the much-needed glucose, um, which again, ultimately causes things like dementia down the line. So even though someone with insulin resistance may have more glucose in their blood, that extra glucose may not be making it to the brain to supply adequate energy. That's why pumping yourself full of glucose just to get into the brain is not the best solution. Instead, your goal should be improving insulin sensitivity and getting off that blood sugar roller coaster now and for good. I mean, that is the the game changer. Sharp spikes and dips in blood glucose tend to promote insulin resistance over time and stimulate the autonomic stress response in the body. Keeping glucose elevated after meals, um, the goal is, sorry, is keeping glucose elevation after meals low by choosing foods that have less of a glycemic impact or doing things like drinking apple cider vinegar before you eat or taking berberine before you eat in addition to other insulin sensitizing strategies like getting adequate sleep maintaining stress, exercising, resistance training specifically, could over time allow the brain to be more responsive to glucose circulating in the body. Now I'm gonna drop a bunch of helpful resources and links to content in the show notes to help you understand why blood sugar roller coasters happen and lots of different ways to help you get off of it so that you don't end up having things like hot flashes and night sweats and other symptoms that go along with perimenopause and menopause. So a great place to start is episode 477, five easy ways to fix your blood sugar. I will also be dropping a free guide in the show notes as well, six hacks to blunt a blood sugar spike. And as you start to make simple lifestyle changes that are necessary, I highly recommend you also add two key supplements to your regimen, which will vastly improve your body's ability to balance blood sugar and in turn, keep away metabolic dysfunction and the worst symptoms of perimenopause and menopause, including hot flashes and night sweats. Those include my magnesium restore and glucose support. While the jury is still out on whether or not blood sugar causes hot flashes, getting your blood sugar under control today will dramatically improve your quality of life, the severity of any symptoms you're dealing with, or even ease your transition through perimenopause and menopause, which amen to that. 
Not to mention, you'll stay metabolically healthy and insulin sensitive, which will help you to avoid metabolic dysfunction and other cardiometabolic related issues and diseases, including all cause mortality that are plaguing most women today. At the end of the day, as I've shared here on this show, that hot flashes are just another symptom of deregulated blood sugar issues, insulin resistance, and metabolic dysfunction, right? And we just don't deserve to suffer in silence. One, we deserve answers. We deserve to understand why is this happening to us, um, opposed to just kind of getting a, you know, a synthetic hormone replacement therapy or getting on the birth control pill, like just kind of placate our symptoms when there are some deep root cause drivers that are running the show. Um, It's so important that we understand the interception between metabolic health, metabolic hormones, and reproductive and stress hormones. This has been my area of research and the area that I've been focusing all of my time and efforts, not only here on the podcast, but also behind the scenes as I do so much research. And I want you to know that next month, I'm going to be releasing a mega, incredible, comprehensive metabolic and hormone reset course that will literally change your life and transform your body. It's the thing that we all need, especially as we navigate those years in of early perimenopause, which is like mid-30s, um, you know, kind of the, the crux of, of perimenopause, which is going to happen in our 40s and into our 50s, and then as we saunter into menopause and beyond. As those protective hormones begin to shift and decline, what we've got to bolster up is our overall metabolic health and our metabolic hormones, things like testosterone, growth hormone, insulin, thyroid, ghrelin, leptin, and even our stress hormones like cortisol. And so I really am excited not only to present this incredible resource to you next month, but want you to know that we are figuring this out. We are, we are putting together the pieces. We are discovering why women are often needlessly suffering in silence. And it's because we have, we have lacked the understanding of the connection between what happens with deregulated blood sugar and poor metabolic health and when, when, our, when our hormones are starting to decline, right? All of a sudden, those protections start to go away and we really quickly increase in dealing with some really serious symptoms and leading to bigger chronic diseases down the road. So I am so, so excited to bring this beautiful, um, comprehensive course your way. It's going to be happening towards the end of June. I am still tirelessly working on it every single day to make sure that it is good to go um, but and that it flows so perfectly so that you are able to take immediate action and get the results that you deserve. Again, if you love these tips today, be sure to subscribe for more easy tips to heal your hormones and to upgrade your health. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.